here. I don't think we've said a serious thing this entire episode. I actually agree. I feel like you I might feel have like to every be... every single thing that's come out of my mouth has been A insensitive and B just wrong. We've also just been like creating scenarios mm-hmm. and like talking about these things that aren't real. And we didn't rehearse this. No. Everyone's like, yeah, it reads that way. So we're like, sorry, my script. I want we're going off script. We have a script. I was she was like, Can you send me a script of what like you know we're gonna talk about? And I was like, sure. I sent her like one bullet point and it said like lesbian bars. <laughs> Which is like, we, we should get into that. Which, to be honest, we did talk about that a little bit. But <laughs> we did. Do you go, what, what are the lesbian bars that you like? And are there lesbian bars that are different than like, because I feel like every lesbian bar that I've ever been to or heard of is just like a bar. It's not like a dancey club. You, okay, so you're kind of right. I will say I'm probably not like the best person to ask about this just because I haven't been like in the like, lesbian bar to, scene as a single person. Like, have you been to Henrietta Hudson? Yes, and I'm actually going on Friday, so... If anyone's going to be there, come up and say what's up. Uh, lesbians are going to be there, please. We'll take a picture with you. So there's Henrietta Hudson's, which is like, I would actually put it at the top. Why is it so fun? It's like dancey vibes. Oh, it is? Yeah, that was actually so. Isn't it small? It is small. All of them are not big enough for all the gay people in New York City. Yeah. So, which is annoying. There's too many gay bars. We should open a gay bar. We but that's a discussion a for another time. Uh-huh. So there's Henrietta Hudson's, which is like clubby, dancey, great music, good vibes. Fun. Yeah. All around pretty fun. Then you have Cubby Hole, which is like iconic Cubby Hole. Oh my god! But it's I this. Heard... It's this fucking big. Wait, that's in West Village too. Yes, right? mm-hmm. prime West Village location, but it's so small. And like the the. And that's like if you go in and the clientele's bad, like you're fucked. Oh well, the clientele there tends to be on like a little bit on the older side. There, that's the same thing with Stonewall. Stonewall's all really old then. Yes, the one time I was at Stonewall, it was very old then. There, it's just like I thought. I thought that was like mecca for gay people. Same, but it's more was... like history museum for gay. People. It's literally a historical museum. Yeah. So you have Henrietta Hudson's, then you have Cubby Hole, small, but they have a dank happy hour. So what is that? Cheap ass beers. Cheap ass beers. Like how much for like four dollars? Because I'm paying like gay bars, so it's like fifteen dollars for a beer. I know. No, go to go to Cubby Hole. Well, I don't know if I'm Wednesday apparently is a popular night. I don't know if I've ever found Wednesday to be more popular than another night, but like. Well, here's the thing: gay people go out. It's like this bar is only popular from the hours of three to three thirty in the morning on Tuesday. On, on Tuesday nights. Yeah, it's like oh god, I guess. I'm and everyone else it. knows it. Yeah. And all those cool social circles we talked about, they know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is there an email? Is there an email chain? Is there a Facebook group I can get in on? How do you know this stuff? Exactly. I asked this one guy at a gay bar. I was like, why is it so empty here? He was like, it's literally only twelve thirty. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, people come here at like one thirty two. I was like, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. That's why they're doing the poppers. That's why they're doing the poppers. Stay away. But that doesn't make you stay away. Does it? No. Okay. False information. I thought it did. Uh, Well, I don't. I guess I wouldn't. I thought it was like smelling salts kind of too. Smelling salts I've done a lot of. I think poppers are similar. I think so too. I think. I didn't think keep you awake but relax your body. Smelling salts are a big thing like in like sports and like college and stuff. They beat each other up. And it's just like, you just like take a little, but like from this far away, like, yeah, like if, no. if you're not watching video, it's like a hand distance away mm-hmm. and you just get a whiff and your whole body is just like, like yeah. it's insane. Like you feel like your heart beating in your toes. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily know why we continue to do that. I mean, I haven't done it in like four years, but. That's good. Okay. So no more, no smelling no salts. No smelling salts. But smelling they, salts are not cool. Smelling salts are out. Poppers. In. Apparently with lesbians. So what did I say? Henrietta Hudson's, you got Cubbyhole. You got gingers, but that is deep ass, which I've never been in Brooklyn. It's in like Gowanus. I feel like there's a lot of lesbian bars in Brooklyn. No, so there's actually only like four lesbian bars left in like New York City and Brooklyn. Why? It's a pandemic. That's really fucked up. It is. There's a whole documentary about it, which is actually really interesting. What's it called? Um, I don't remember. Okay. 
Okay. So don't take my word. So the one, so the one tidbit of education, we just are throwing right out the window. I just like say facts and I don't back them up with any proof. I do too. Strong and wrong. You just have to pretend like you. If you you say something with full confidence, what are people going to do? Question you? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Gingers I've never been to, but apparently it's really fun, but it's, it's deep in Brooklyn. So if you live in Manhattan, you're not, you're not going to go honest that often. Um, And then there's the woods. And the woods is not a gay bar, but on Wednesday nights is lesbian night, ladies night. Where's the woods? It's in Williamsburg. It's actually a great bar. Like, Is it big? Yes. Space, mm-hmm. indoor dance floor, great music DJ, two bars, one big one inside, outdoor space with a big bar. They cover it in the winter. There's still like outdoor space where you can like smoke cigs because like so many totally. lesbians are into that. Not me though. I don't do that. Well, you know what? I was, I was in um, London at a bunch of gay bars and they call them fags there. Yeah. And someone was like, you want a fag? I was like, excuse you? And she was like, do you want a cigarette? And I was like, oh. <laughs> What'd you call me? I was like, excuse me. You're like, I know I'm like, a lag. my voice is a little high. I was like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for one. Where can I find Where, you? where? Around here? Handsome. With a friend? Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. Woods on Wednesday. And I have to say, like, I've been to the woods probably 10 times since I've been on this journey of my sexuality. And I actually, the more I go, the more I hate it. I completely agree. Like, I just actually, I haven't been in a few weeks and I have no interest in going back right now. I completely agree. Gay bars are like this, like, forbidden like fruit. They're like a forbidden fruit when we're growing up. And then you finally go to one and I'm like, gay people suck. Yeah, they do. Like, they're mean. They're really they're catty, mean. They're very really judgmental. Very yeah. judgmental. If you don't look a certain way, if you're not like a certain type of, like, person you're like an outcast within an outcast i also think that for gay men especially it's like oh my god it's a lot harder these twinks need to be put down (laughs) they are so mean and so judgy and just like rude yeah and i'm like aren't we all fighting the same battle exactly like that's why i don't get it's like we should be lifting each other up yeah it's like it's like you face them like i'm like walking in the street i face one it's like fucking Wild, wild west. And I, I won't generalize and say that is about like every gay person that I meet, but no. I think you definitely do run into those situations, especially at I've made queer amazing... spaces where it's like concentrated. Well, it's an issue in New York because a lot of queer spaces are now becoming racist places and only letting in like little tiny white twinks okay. who dominate gay culture. And it's like we're going backwards. I mean, we're it's going disgusting. backwards everywhere in the country, but I feel like that's nothing it's new. It's disgusting. Yeah. We're now going to talk about politics yeah. for the next 30 minutes. We're going to give our takes on everything. For? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But how often How often do you go to, you've been to a gay bar like what? A bunch of times? Like, do you go out with your girlfriend to gay bars now? Or do you go with your girlfriend to straight bars? Because I was thinking about this. When I get a boyfriend, are we going to go to only gay bars? Like, no. Are all your friends gay? No. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so personally, like, like, least, <laughs> Michelle and I, I didn't have any queer friends before Michelle and I started dating. It was only, yes. It was only girls that, like, I hooked up with in the past. And, like, your they're current not, girlfriend your doesn't friends. love that. Doesn't love you hanging out with the, no. the ex. But that's, for a lot of queer women, that is who their friends consist of. Like, that is very common. There's thing. a lot of, um, what's the word? Oh, incest. Incest. Yeah. There's a lot of incest mm-hmm. in gay groups yeah 100 percent. and i am not someone who could hook up with someone and then just be normal around them next time i see them yeah for me it depends but i kind of yeah i don't know but yeah a lot of my first like queer friends were girls that like i went on dates with and like made out with and it didn't work out um and you were able to continue that friendship like that is i only talked to like one of them still okay and she has a boyfriend now so like it doesn't i'm not like yeah she like broke my heart and i got over it now i'm like whatever yeah. So now I'm like, oh, you're a huge red flag. I don't start sobbing. It. I don't need to date. And now I'm completely over it. I will say one thing real quick. 
I will say, uh, if you're like, listening, never mind, I'll find. Okay, so we're back now again after a quick again. intermission so I could pee. And I do have to tell you something. I just ran the sink. I didn't actually wash my hands. That's okay. I just do that a lot. I just won't lick your hands. We'll be good. Oh. Well, I guess, okay, we can just regroup what, we'll I, rule what, that out for what I had planned for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have some stories for me. I do. And I'm ready. I'm ready for them, I think. Are you ready? They're pretty... I don't know. So, I mean, lesbians are crazy. That's just like a fact. Girl, because right. girls are crazy. You know when straight people in relationships, like guys, like my girlfriend's crazy and I plays just... so many games. Imagine a girl dating a girl and do- they're just doing that to each other. God, I love that. Because you're a gay man. Yeah, I love that shit. Like, you should be. Also, any time a straight guy says my girlfriend's crazy, I'm like, I feel like you're the problem. No, I agree. I feel like your girlfriend's I mean, probably do... a really caring person and you just don't value her. As I do agree with that. But, like, girls, girls well, yeah, play. This is your experience. Girls play games. And I watch my friends do it to their boyfriends. And I'm like, I do it. my girlfriend does it to me. And I'm like, I know what you're doing because I am. I'm playing the fucking Wii with boys sometimes. Oh, you're Wii tennis. Like, oh, I am Wii tennising. I'm boxing. <laughs> You're bowling. I'm fucking bowling. And you're bowling strikes. No, I'm bowling into the fucking gutter. I need someone to put those bumpers up for me because this is not okay. Great analogy. Great analogy. You know, don't say I'm not educational. Do we have undiagnosed ADHD? Yes. We do. Okay. I'm realizing that right now. Really? It took you like like 30 minutes to figure Mm -hmm. that one out. I think I have a problem. Do you have ADHD too? No, I don't. My my younger brother does, so maybe I do. I for sure. I just found out that I do. Oh really? And it, I don't know why it was such a big shock to me. Yeah, no, I'm feeling like I can't keep my mind on one topic right now, but that's just because I just want to talk to you about everything. Right. Okay. Well, let's. Talk I want to tell you story. my life story from the day I opened my eyes out of the womb. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily want to hear that. But... Oh. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So the first girl that I ever like hooked up with, mm-hmm. I met on Hinge, and I just at this point I was on Hinge for like probably a month, like. With only two of my friends knowing that I was on Hinge, like I had. And were you on Buy Hinge? Were you on just? Yes, yeah, I started out on Buy Hinge, and I was like, oh, wipe around. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to see any of these guys. Like, I really just want to like, zero guys. I just want to hook up with a girl and like see what it's like. So I just like went over to Lesbian Hinge. Right. And uh, cross through, rainbow through the weeds, road. through the weeds, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I find this girl, and I'm not gonna tell you her name, but I'm gonna give her a name. Mm, Mary Beth. Mary Beth. Mm-hmm. Mary Beth was a. Actually, that's the, name of, that's the name of my roommate. I got to change Oh, that. Patricia. Patricia. Mm-hmm. I don't know any Patricia. So I don't either. So Patty for short. Patty. Patty was a 21-year-old redhead. Okay. Remember that. Remember that she's okay. a redhead. You got it. Comes into play in the I story. Got it. I'm picturing Shirley Temple. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Patty was 21, year old, 21 years old, living in the city. She was going to NYU. I think she had just graduated. Yeah, it was summer. She had just graduated from NYU. And the thing that, like, I commented on her on her profile was she said something about Chelsea Cutler. And, like, if you know me, like, I, I am obsessed with Chelsea, obsessed Cutler. With Chelsea Cutler. Oh, my God. Water on the Bridge. Oh, so, so good. good. Her music is just everything. But I won't I won't diverge because people right. just go on a tangent. And we're going to stay in this lane. We're staying here. So Patty and I talking on Hinge for, like, a week. And I'm, like, we're, like, flirting. And we're, like, FaceTiming every night. Right. And I'm, like, is this what people do? Like, is this what girls do? I'm, like, I kind of, like. Don't know if I like this, but I'm gonna keep going. Because it's like dry. It's not yeah. It's not and I was like, I don't know you. Like you could be a I don't even know, a bot. No, exactly. She, a bot. she was real. I saw her on FaceTime. Okay. But she was like complimenting me and like telling me I was hot. And of course that's all you want to hear. Totally. And she's like living in New York City alone in a studio and she's a dog. And like she's like, why don't you like come in and we'll hang out? And I'm like, 
okay, how am I going to swing this? So like, I'm like, obviously like telling my parents, like got to borrow the car going into, I wasn't living in New York city at this time. Mm-hmm. I was living at home. It was right before the pandemic. You drove? I drove into New York city from New Jersey in my wow. dad's car. Also he, his easy pass wasn't working. So he got a ticket. Why didn't you just take the train? Well, it's a good question. It's, it's so much easier. Yeah. I don't, I actually, in hindsight, don't know why I did that, mm-hmm. but, um, I drove mm-hmm. and I told it was easy enough because like my parents, I had friends who lived in the city. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to hang out with Jojo this weekend. Right. Like be back on Monday. Live. Live. I'm on my way to booty call. <laughs> so I'm like, I drive into New York city. Um, and we hang out for the first time and I find out that it's her birthday. <gasps> it was her birthday. And she wanted to hang out with a stranger. Red flag, huge red flag, but I didn't know it was her birthday. I want, I wish that you walked in. There was just like a folding table with like a liter of spray and like a, a pizza and like a pizza and like a bowl of Doritos. <laughs> and she was like, it's my birthday party. <laughs> and it's just me and you. And it was, yeah. So, um, in hindsight, huge red flag at the time I was like, Oh, whatever. Like, well, she didn't tell you it was her birthday until you got there. No. And the fact that she didn't have any friends saying no for her birthday is a huge red flag. And I just like at the time was like, whatever, I just want to like make out with you and like it's just I'm gonna ignore it. It's an interesting decision. Yes, for sure. But I mean, I've made a lot of questionable decisions between then and now. But so like we're hanging out, we like make out a little bit, and I'm like, this is great. Mm -hmm. Go home. Sparks. (laughs) Sparks don't fly. Sparks weren't flying. I'm starting to get like a little sense that she's like a little bit over the top for me. She has a redhead. Exactly. That's why you need to remember that she was a redhead. Stay away from redheads. If I can say one thing on this podcast, do not get involved with the redhead. They will ruin your life. Mm-hmm. And that's her legacy. Literally. She actually, so we hooked up twice. Okay. And um, she started to get increasingly. So you went back? I did. I did go back. because so this uh, she bullied me. She bullied me into coming back because I was brand new in the community. And she was in New York City, and I was so scared that she was going to tell every lesbian in New York City that she knew that I was the biggest... What do you think? They have a group chat? Yes, that I was the biggest fuckboy this <laughs> side of the fucking Hudson. Right. And I didn't want that. I wanted to come into New York City and live here and, like, have all good experiences. Well, you didn't and- want anyone to take your experience and make it something other than what you were going to make it. Right. And her whole thing was, like, you're using me, you don't like me. I'm like, wait, I've only known you for two weeks. Yeah, ex- that's exactly right. And I And not to be like, yes, that's exactly what I was doing, but, like, Everyone needs to find out who they are. You don't have skin in the game. Yeah, on their own time. And they need to do their own thing. And not to say that she needed to, like, she could have dropped me as soon as she found out that I was newly bisexual and exploring my sexuality. She could have said, okay, I don't have time for that. But it was her birthday. Yeah. So she's not going to drop you on But anyway, she got, like, really clingy really fast. Within, like, two weeks of me talking to her, she was like, when are you coming to see me again? Like, you're why aren't you coming to see me? And so obviously I had to go see her for a second time because I was getting bullied. And I feel like I'm resonating with this redhead. It's that bad. Like, yeah. Yeah, right. She scarred me. After that, I didn't hook up with another girl for like six months. Oh, okay. I, I was don't terrified. I was terrified. I thought that that's what all women were like. And I was like, well, well, I don't know sucks. if I want this. That sucks. That's really not great. Yeah, but I mean, she was my But first. it comes to show that like your first experience into the gay community and like your first time doing something, it, it feels weird. It oh, doesn't feel, unnatural. It doesn't feel, you don't have that moment where you're like, this is what I love. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's awkward. It's awkward. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. It's a lot of really You don't know what you're doing. Conversations. Don't know where to put my hands. Don't know where to put your hands. And then you like, what, sit in the couch and you're just like. Yeah, you're like, ooh, you're like you're this. like, hi. <laughs> so you're gay too? Yeah. That's what we did. It's uh, And it's her fucking birthday. Yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, looking back, I don't know why I did that. What kind of dog did she have? The dog was really cute. It what? was like a doodle though. Which like I don't basic, love. Yeah. Basic. But it was like a red, like a dark brown, like red one. She wanted to match the hair. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. So Clifford. It was Clifford. Holy We're shit. We're actually talking about Emily Elizabeth and Clifford right now. 
You heard her for her. Was, she's uh, a big fat lesbian. She's a lesbian. Yeah, but that but girl, she totally is. But yeah. Emily and Elizabeth, she's like that girl really invalidated my experience. Um, That's really gross. And I really hope that never happens to anyone. But but if it does happen, at least now you know that like it's kind of a rite of passage. Oh, in the gay of community. yeah. So, like, unfortunately, like, yeah. I had a guy one time tell me that he thinks it's selfish for gay men to have children, and I was like, Why? Well, what are we doing here? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Next. I, I'm literally just, only in the business of having a child. It was just so bizarre. That like, is weird. Why is it selfish? Yeah, why? Like, what was his explanation? You don't know? Well, I don't remember. I think I unmasked We won't even. We won't even give him the airtime. No, we're not giving him the airtime. It was just so weird. Yeah, that is very strange. But not as strange as hanging out with a stranger on their birthday in New York City. She could have murdered me. She could have murdered you. She could have murdered And I'm glad me. that she didn't because this and, is great content yeah, for the podcast. Sold my body. Well, also, it's great to meet you. <laughs> I'm only here for the content. Totally. And I also have one other story. Hit me. So I've only, how many girls did I hook up with before my, my girlfriend? I think six. So we're getting into body count. <laughs> six. Okay. So like every girl that like I would go on a date with, I'd probably like see like three times that I met her. So, okay. So this girl was like maybe, oh, I think this girl was actually the next girl that I hooked up with after the one that after started. After Gingy? Yeah, after Patty. I don't know if that's offensive. I was more saying Gingy because I think gingivitis is Gingy. And then now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm equating her to my plaque in my mouth. So maybe we don't do that. I don't think they're going to read into it like that, but like remove it. Why do I act like I have a giant audience? (laughs) You do. Oh, yeah. So the the next girl that I hooked up with after Patty. Mm -hmm. After Patty. um, She was actually a lot more chill. And I was like, this is great. And like, she also didn't love it. It wasn't her birthday. It wasn't her birthday when we hung out, which is good. Um, and that like went on for a couple of weeks, but like when I started to realize like that I wasn't into it anymore, I didn't know how to tell her that. That's something that I struggle with as well. I think, I think everyone does. I think it's actually the scariest thing in the entire world. And I feel like you're letting someone down. And like, for what? It's a stranger. I mean, if someone told me they weren't into me, I would probably like spiral for like a month and a half. Yeah. But I just like, why do I feel like, why do we feel like we owe strangers an explanation of why we don't like them i, I don't know. like so i don't like most people i know and i think it's just hard because we know what it feels like on the other side yeah like you know when it's the worst feeling in the world to have someone say like hey this has been great but i'm not interested anymore. that's actually never happened to me actually so. especially when you're really into it yeah i mean it's never happened to me either like, totally i just like i'm just usually in demand breaking heart mm-hmm. so but yeah so this girl will call her melissa 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 was also younger. I was used to the younger girls. And you know why I did that? Because I was intimidated by older lesbians because I thought that they would have more experience than me. That's and I terrifying. was scared of them. No, that's so terrifying. I would only hook up with younger girls. Because I was like, I don't care. So you want people who are at the same Which, level. Which, wait, by the way, they had more experience than me every time. But like, I wasn't scared of them because I was like, well, yeah. And they don't have to know that you don't have experience. Yeah. I just felt like I could like be more comfortable and that's what it's you gotta do you, predatory it's not predatory they're above 18 and they they're were 21 above, you were what at the age i was like 23 Th- two years girl yeah i was your age you were my age oh my god ago. way back when way back in the stone age and so melissa was younger than me but she was chill she also didn't live in the city i kept like hooking up with girls that didn't live in the city i was like why are you on hinge were anymore? you in the city yeah I lived in, at oh this at this point, point you were in at the this city. point i lived in the city and thank god patty had moved away patty's she, gone she sold the billy she sold comes back and forth of unblocking me and being like, hey, what's up? Let's be friends. And I'm like, you're a fucking worse. Get away. Yeah. Anyway. Text me on your birthday. If you're listening to this, Patty, don't hit me up. And also, happy birthday. Happy belated. <laughs> she passed her apartment all the time. It was in, like, the heart of the West Village on uh, French. I mean, kind of nice. Ah. Yeah. All the time. To be 21 and having an apartment like that, she's got to be made of money. Um, she was with Billy, so her parents had that. Anyway, sorry, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah. Melissa. 
she was cute. She was like shorter than me and she was mm-hmm. younger than me. And she was like really into exercising and like, oh my God. she was like a personal trainer. She literally like describing me shorter than you. Do you say prettier than you? Yes. Um, prettier than me. Hotter. Hotter, better like, personality. Like addicted to working out. All around just like a better person. I think this is literally me. I know I'm describing you, but like yeah. this was, this was Melissa. Sorry, yeah. And Melissa and I like hooked up for a few weeks. And like I said, I didn't know how to like end it when I wasn't feeling it anymore. Mm-hmm. And she came into the city once. Her sister lived in Hoboken, so she was always, like, stay with her sister in Hoboken and, like, coming out and then, like, stay over or go back to Hoboken. Right. And so it wasn't, like, really, I didn't feel, like, super bad about this, but there was one night where, like, she was in the city and we, like, met up and she came to my friend's party and, like, we were all hanging out and I really wasn't feeling it. And I really didn't want her to come home with me and I didn't know how to, like, get her away from me. she came to the party specifically yes. to see you. Yeah, and she was, like, that's, only in the city. To that's, like, shooting yourself in the foot. Exactly. So I didn't want to be, like, fuck you, go home. Right. And so um which you totally could have yes and i think i would have saved myself a lot of time and energy if i had just been honest but you know i can't do that totally i would cannot let anyone down major loser huge problem working on it in therapy um anyway melissa comes back to my apartment and i'm like with my roommates in the elevator and i'm like i'm like you got it you got i don't know i don't know i really (laughs) don't want her to be here like what do i do and all of a sudden my one roommate mk like if you know her mk is the the, one of the funniest people that I know. Let's get her on the pod. You should get her on the pod. She's entertaining. And she all of a sudden just like turns it on. I'm like, what is she doing? And she starts like throwing a fit. Like in the elevator being like, fuck you guys. And me and Claire are like, my other roommate. I was, we were like, what is going on? Because we had no idea what was happening. And she's like stomping around the lobby, like pressing the elevator, uh-huh. leaving us in the dust. And we were like, holy shit, she's mad at us. I don't know what we did. Like genuinely, we're like, holy fuck. Like she, we don't know what happened. Like she's really mad at us. And then like we're going up in the elevator and and MK just like looks at me, like like makes eye contact with me and she's like, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, what a queen. She's acting. Oh, I love that. And I, I start laughing. I'm like, I'm like, she's doing this. She's doing this right now. So we get into the apartment. She goes to her room, slams the door, and starts scream crying. Scream crying. Oh. And me and Claire, I'm like literally holding back like tears of laughter. And to be fair, Melissa was very drunk. So like Did she Claire didn't know, know at this point that it was. Yeah. So Claire, Claire was in on it before I was. I was like so fucking confused. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. And so I, me and Claire are like, oh my God, like just, I put her in my room, like just sit on the bed. Like we need to go talk to MK. It seems like she's having like a crisis. And so we go into her room. <laughs> she's like crying, laughing, and we're crying, laughing. And she's banging on the wall, screaming. And we're like, screaming at each other we're like laughing and we're and like she can't see us so obviously we're like she's like i hate you guys you guys are the fucking worst like <laughs> just like screaming acting like we're in this huge fight and claire and i are just like crying laughing and i'm like holy shit like what are you doing she's like tell her you tell her i'm having a breakdown like this is your help and i was like god thank you so much like, did it really take you that long to pick up on that if you know MK, like, she's a wild card. Sometimes when she gets drunk, you never know what's going to happen. But, like, but that was she laid her life on the line for me that day. And it was... That is a true fucking thing. And so eventually I go back to Melissa and I'm like, you got to go. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm having, like, me and MK and Claire having this big fight. And, like, she's not okay. And, like, I really need to, like, go talk to her. And, like, was she receptive? She was, but she also got then really triggered by, like, one of her friends. And she started crying. And she was like, I just, like, this happens with my friend. Like... Okay, pulling focus. There. Okay, pulling focus. Like, really? But then she like started crying. It felt really bad. But I got her and she went to her sister and it was fine. And like, that was basically the last time that I saw her. But the extent of like 
But the extent that- MK like put on a performance that could have been on Broadway. Because I didn't even know what was happening. I believed it. But it's the extent that we will go to. Yeah, to just not, not be To not have an honest conversation with someone. I would have done the exact... Well, I don't know if I would have had it in me to do what MK did. But, like, that is so fucking brilliant. Oh, my God. And that's a great way. Like, I feel like I could turn that on. I could definitely do that for someone, I feel like. But I would never think to do that. In this. I would never be like, it's not this serious. I would have probably just pretended to puke and then actually just been like, right, okay, you know, right. probably no one would have noticed. No, she put on the Broadway show of a lifetime. That's fucking incredible. And that is starring MK and MK only. And I will, I owe her to this day. That, that is like, life. that is such a good piece of advice mm-hmm. to people who are people pleasers. Talk to your roommates before, set intentions, have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. When you're seeing someone that you don't know very well. And you don't know where it's going. You're not sure if you're into point. it. Yeah. I Always had, tell your roommate to make a scene if you give them the signal. I was getting drinks with this one guy. And I literally texted the girls. I was like, get your asses here. He was oh. the most bland person I've mm. ever met. If he was a spice, he would be flower. Mm. And I had seven girls just walk in. The- oh, go back. And I was like, hey, guys. And I literally just laughed. You're like, oh, my God, I have to go. We, we have um an old people's home that we need to perform at. I was like, I'm so sorry right now. I got to go charge my cat. I'm so sorry. Oh. And then I, like, paid, and then I, like, paid the bill and left. Yeah. And then you just... We just had to get out. Yeah. I get that. That's get a good that. advice. Have someone... Have people in your corner that can turn it on when you need them to. Because you never know. Have crazy people in your corner. And don't trust any bitch. Because they could be doing this to you. hmm And they will. And they will. Well, I feel like we've gotten our content in. I agree. We had, I just want to say thank you to Caroline for coming on this podcast and being so honest with your journey. So honest. And I would like to validate that. And I would also like you to give the viewers um, something we're implementing now on the podcast. We're going to end each episode with a diagnosis. And then I'm going to give you a prescription. That's my branding. (laughs) So what's your diagnosis? As in general, we've talked about a lot. We've yeah. talked about queer spaces. We've talked about relationships. Talked about the L word. Which, by the way, you have to watch. Which I will watch. It's a lot of hot lesbian sex. I will tell you that. Okay. It might not, not be for you. It but... might not be my jive, but maybe I'm still figuring that out. Um, maybe you are a lesbian. That's something me and my street friends could watch together. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the fucking football game. Yeah, like, you're like, hey, guys, I have word? something you guys would love. Like sports betting on the I'm like, the there's top. plenty of titties. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my diagnosis is that I want to be in with the popular fear girl friend group that I'm trying to get into. Okay. And like, how do I do that? I would and say, don't say be yourself because that's fucking. Oh, I wasn't going to. Okay, good. <laughs> say be less, actually be the opposite of you. I was going to say that there sometimes is like this vibe that I feel like with those groups of people where I feel like I'm on the outside looking in. Then sometimes if you take a step back, you look at what they're doing and you're like, they're not even having fun. True. Sometimes those people just go out in these outfits and they just stand in a circle meanwhile me and my friends are like just like rolling down the stairs chugging tequila like dancing mm-hmm. in the back corner mm-hmm. and i feel like i'm having more fun than the people who are like the popular ones just standing there like staring down guys yeah i agree with and that. all their intentions are to get attention and to like just like be like the hottest ones in there mm-hmm. i know it's not going to be me mm-hmm. so i'm going to go have fun okay. and i think that you should not worry about you should just make friends so kind of be yourself well not be yourself I mean, don't change anything about yourself, but I'm not saying be yourself I'm gonna get your a solution. Buzz cut. I think you should just stop caring about other people. That's true. I actually do. That's my main problem in life is that I care so much just about what care. people think. And like those people, are, it's like, well, the grass isn't always greener sometimes. That's true. They could all be bitches to each other. They probably are. Maybe they are. And I don't even know these people, but I'm just assuming. I don't even know them that well either. Exactly. exactly. And you don't, and if you need to meet them and if you find them out and they're having fun, then you can introduce yourself. Okay. 
And if you don't want to introduce yourself, slam a shot, slam us two shots. And then you're going to be like Mm -hmm. telling them about your coming out experience. And I'm going to be like, you got to hear about Melissa and Patty. You got to hear about Melissa and Patty. Melissa and Patty, they're actually here right now. Imagine I was like, and let's bring them in. Melissa, (laughs) come on out. Wait, what's your drink of choice? Mm-hmm. I just said it like the TikTok. I didn't mean it like that. I just mean like, what's your drink? I change a lot. I, well, at a bar, I'm drinking tequila soda with pineapple. And then, but like overall favorite alcohol. Like yeah, like just, if you're at like a nice dinner. I love like just a dirty martini. Okay. Gin or vodka? Vodka. Mm. I don't like gin martinis. You lost me at the vodka. What's yours? Um, I have a few. Okay. Love a Negroni. I've never had a Negroni. Well, you, you don't like gin. Is a Negroni gin? Yeah. Okay, that explains gin, like Campari. Well, I like gin. I like gin, gin and tonics. That's pretty much. You it. wouldn't like a gin martini. I probably would. You've never had one. I, I actually haven't had one. Gin martini is better than a vodka martini because gin is like a lot less. It's more floral. It's not. It's like. But I don't like that. I like dry. Okay. I like like the vermouth and olive juice like Fair at enough. all. Fair sorry, enough. sorry, I have exquisite. And taste. to be fair, you don't want to. You don't necessarily want to be making a a gin martini with a really floral gin. But anyway, I'm not a mixologist. But sorry. my I like a Negroni. I like. Um, an amaretto sour. What is this? Have you ever had one? You, like, are you acting like we're in fucking Italy right no. now? No, just mm. drink a tequila soda. No, I hate tequila. I, I used to slug tequila, no chaser, like out of the bottle, and then like I woke up one day and was like, mm. it was like a little bit of a. I was like the thought of tequila, and it, it wasn't even after drinking, and I just like literally woke up one day and we're not had an aversion to tequila. Yeah, so you so you thought let's just have Negronis. Yeah, Negronis are better. Do they serve Negronis at bars? Yeah, you you can get a Negroni at a bar. Don't order an amaretto sour, or that's not happening. So, uh, Negroni amaretto sour, and what's your last one? I love an espresso martini, but I'm really sensitive to caffeine. I love an espresso martini too, but I have IBS and a sensitivity to caffeine. So when I drink so you one, um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we stay away from those at the bar because if you're well, shooting we, at the bar, you should be at home. Well, yeah. So I don't usually stay away from them. Oh. And then so I have to leave shooting. early and get Taco Bell. So then you can imagine. Ooh, I love Taco Bell. Michelle and I have a Taco Bell. I, I actually have never, I never had it before. Though. I am addicted to, to talk about. Mm. I can't, I, I, it's just like the, 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 I need it. I need, when After I have a sip up, of alcohol, I need it. I already think about, I already plan where I'm going to I'm actually planning what I'm going to drink, like eat this weekend at Taco Bell after I drink. I always do that. I got ugh, everything. We, we're so skinny. We're really skinny. That's the thing that I would just like to drive home here. Um, dainty little girls. With dainty little girls. We're the beanie babes. And our pink beanies. Um, so I guess the consensus here is that you need to start not caring about other people. Yeah. And after that big tangent we went on. After that big tangent about Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Stop caring about other people. Don't let anyone invalidate your queerness. True. Except me if I have to. You can. Um, you and Ben, my therapist. Me and gay Ben will be the ones that can invalidate mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, just stay gay. Stay gay, baby. And stay gay. Thank you, Caroline, so much for being here. Thank you for having And do you want to say the last part with me? What is it? See you next Tuesday. <laughs> That's how I end every episode. I do. And we'll see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Momo. Undiagnosed. No. No.